me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Look around you, that car you're driving, that house your family lives in, making your daughter laugh, inspiring her to dream, you did that. Teaching your son to drive, teaching him he can be anything, all you. And your dreams for tomorrow, you'll do that too. Legacies don't just happen, they are made by you. The important word being you. American Family Insurance, protecting your dreams as you achieve them. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Products not available in every state. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Welcome into DC On Screen, your guide to the DC Universe on film and television. I am your host, David C. Robertson. This, my co-host, Jason Goss. Hello. Today we're going to get super spoilery on Gotham 311, Beware the Green-Eyed Monster. To recap, Mario Falcone has a plan. He breaks the facility working on a cure for the Tetch virus, crushes a lab tech's head, and steals enough info to fake his blood test and make him look uninfected. Later, he beats the crap out of Gordon, but leaves him alive, and with a clue. <laughs> Following that handy clue, Jim sets out to Arkham, where he throws down some rhymes with Jervis and discovers Mario is going to kill Lee. Jim has Mario tested for the virus, but the tests come back negative. Desperate to save Lee, Jim rushes to confront her on her wedding day. He quickly realizes that Mario's plan was to make him look like a jealous ex. Not appreciating the last-minute confessional, Lee throws him out and Falcone's men put a beat down on him. To be fair, he did start hitting them first. The wedding proceeds as planned, and the newlyweds head out of town. Gordon, undeterred, demands Carmine Falcone tell him where they are, promising to do no harm to Mario. Carmine accepts the terms, but when Jim shows up, Mario's jealousy has gotten the best of him, and Jim is forced to put him down. Meanwhile, Bruce and Alfred want to proceed with a plan to loot the Court of Owls' vault. When the Whisper Gang seemingly stands them up, Selina reluctantly decides to help, but doesn't like the setup because she feels like someone is watching them. The heist proceeds anyway, and they manage to steal a giant crystal owl before the court's assassin shows up to do some killing. Everyone pitches in, but they are nearly overwhelmed before Selena's mom steps in. Barbara is busy starting a war, as she discloses Penguin's true feelings and motives to Ed. He investigates briefly and discovers that, yes, Oswald killed Isabella. In retaliation, Nigma vows to help Barbara take Penguin's place in the underworld if she helps him destroy Penguin completely. Woo. Woo. There we go. So, did I understand this ending correctly? Um, Gordon is just, like, way screwed. <laughs> I mean, it, it seems like he, he promised Falcone he wasn't going to do anything, and then he shows up and kills him. Yeah, I'm like, dude, shoot a knee. <laughs> Cap him, man, come on. I don't know, maybe it was the only shot he had or something. But uh, on top of that, it didn't look like It was like the only knee. shot he had. He shot him at least three times in the chest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He was only able to, able to see the broad chest area. That was all that was available. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mario was cleverly hiding his kneecaps behind Lee's. Right. <laughs> it's it's yeah, uh, Gordon's screwed. Yeah, he's screwed. And Lee doesn't even really see what's going on, right? As far as she's concerned, Jim just shows up and like kills her husband. Uh-huh. I'm hoping she looks over and goes, oh, dead man had a knife. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I think he flew over the railing into the water, I yeah, think. Yeah, probably. Yeah, Jim's just boned. <laughs> and... 
it, like, and I know that seems like it's a, a cool thing, but it just doesn't feel like one. I kind of like it, it, I saw the setup and thought, ah, oh, crap, we're gonna deal with this whole Jim proving his innocence thing and on the run from the mob, even though him and Falcone were starting to get pretty buddy. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're coming back to. Well, we knew he and Falcone couldn't stay friends forever, right? Yeah, I mean, that honeymoon had to end, but did it? Because that was awesome. I liked his little detente mm-hmm. with the mob. Oh, it I had to end. It, I mean, I'm sure it did. Um, like you don't you don't imagine Gordon from the you know the Batman era having like a a mob tie somewhere in his pocket. Yeah. Once this guy grows a mustache and gets some glasses, I expect he'll have to um, cut off those ties. Look, I'm bitching about that, but it was totally worth it for the scene where he's like, "I'll send my men." You mean these two? Pop, pop. Yep. That was fantastic. <laughs> that was maybe the greatest thing I've ever seen Jim do. And then just look right back. Anyone else you want to send? Right. <laughs> <laughs> That was friggin' great. It was. It was. Um, that was probably my favorite line of the, the entire episode. I Well, um, Bullock has a little line up front about like, well, you know, just, uh, you know, just squeezes his head in. Happens every day kind of thing. Yeah. One man takes another man's head and crushes it with his hands. I see it all the time. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh, he comes in like, go fishing, man. There'll be another dead body tomorrow. <laughs> I just I loved it. It was like a, a running gag this episode. Like Bullock keeps telling him, like, dude, just stop doing something and, and you know I'm captain, right? And then James is like, uh-huh. And then continues to do the thing. Mm-hmm. But he keeps getting in trouble. Like Bullock really does need to throw the hammer down and let like stop letting him walk out of rooms. He keeps walking out of a room and getting into shit. <laughs> I kinda like the dynamic though. I like Bullock kind of being the crappy captain who doesn't who can't get anything done with Jim around. I know. I know. It was fun. He does probably need to throw down that hammer, but I, I enjoy this too much so far. <sighs> I just like him being acting cap- acting captain. It's just fun. Yeah. Uh, oh, um, as far as great lines, though, um, maybe it might go to Alfred, too, on the, like, my stupid job miss is to make sure he grows up to be the man he's meant to be. Mm-hmm. That every now and then Alfred will say something like that, and I kind of think, do you know something about Batman that I don't know yet on the show? <laughs> right like, what what game are you playing old man <laughs> like alfred you know i i walked in on you and you weren't polishing what i thought you'd be polishing <laughs> while you were alone in the dark <sighs> why do you have a battering <laughs> right i'm 12 what's happening <laughs> well set sir nothing about predestination <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a confession. You're gonna hate me for. Oh God, what? I'm starting to like Barbara. Mm. Okay, come on. The phrase "bookish vixen." Tell me that didn't make you laugh. <laughs> just tell me. Not as not as much as just how badly she said she fake coughed penguin, and then Ed just looks at her and goes, "Did you just fake cough?" Penguin? Right. <laughs> <laughs> That was pretty funny. That was good. And I'll, then later she says, like, you're beaky little buddy. I was Okay, all right. Barbara, you got to stop because I'm starting to like you now. And I don't know how to feel about it. Yeah, I, I, I do so far. I'm starting to enjoy the Barbara-Ed dynamic. Yeah. I, I'm I'm liking just her doing her thing in crazy gangster land, man. Mm-hmm. She's, this is the most fun I've ever had with her. So we're going to have Ed, Barbara, Tabitha, Butch, and they're all teaming up against Penguin together. Yeah. That sounds pretty amazing. Doesn't it? Penguin sounds screwed. Who's he got? He's either going to be screwed or he he's wins really Edward's pull love. No. <laughs> no. No. I just, I, I think uh, maybe he just 
finally gets over his emotional bullshit and tears them all new assholes. He's definitely He really capable. is the king of Gotham. He's like, easily capable. I, I want to see the return to season one Penguin. Just the scrappy little bastard who... Tuna sandwich. you down. Take you down. Yeah. I think he's going to have to get there. I mean, there's no other way he's going to survive. And he's going to fall mm-hmm. pretty far, you would think, before he um, before he realizes, A, that they're out to get him, and B, that he's got to do something. Because it looks like Edward's going to play the slow game. I mean, he clearly is fantasizing about just stabbing him right in the gut, but mm-hmm. that um, that'll have to that'll have to wait. If they play their cards correctly, this could be quite a showdown. Yeah. Oh, can I can I nominate the dumbest thing Gotham did this week? Sure. Uh, there's always something. Even when we love the show, and this wasn't a bad episode at all, it's just uh, there's always like some damn thing. Um, this week I want to nominate the lasers and the tightrope walking. Because <laughs> the lasers look like she could easily like Selena looks like she'd do cartwheels through those lasers the way they were placed. I mean they were all like they weren't even moving. It looked like they were just placed. Like mm-hmm. I feel like I could have walked through that damn thing. And uh, short of that, like how the how is like a fourteen year old boy gonna be able to, like hold a rope taut with another human in the middle of that rope? It's that's not no fucking way. Yeah, except he's Bat Boy. Even Bat Boy. I don't care how much Alfred's been beating his ass. I mean, training him. <laughs> I have to make sure he's got to grow up to be the man he's supposed to be, miss. <laughs> right. We've been practicing the rope pull from Batman vs. Superman. A right. lot. I, I just... I, I, uh, there's always one moment in Gotham where I go, Nope, nope, uh, no. Bad Gotham. Bad. <laughs> that was it. Gotham goes... <laughs> oh, uh, lays down in the corner. Oh... Uh, but they give and they take, as always. Like that—that that was, you know, bad. But we got to see so much Alfred fighting, mm-hmm. and I, I just love watching Alfred whoop ass. Me too. It makes me so happy. Alfred and Bruce remain my favorite part of the show. I think. Yeah, they're definitely—they have the most uh, substance and are equally fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Like Gordon and Bullock are a lot of fun to watch, but sometimes there's nothing going on there that I'm really digging. There's just what's weird is like the Gordon and Bullock stuff seem more true to the show. The Bruce and Alfred stuff always seem more uh, Young Adventures of Indiana Jones-ish. <laughs> Where it's just sort of like, this is horse shit. I know it's horse shit, but it's amazing horse I, shit. I know. Like, like end, of the, end of last season, um, wasn't it the end of last season? They were gonna, but he he discovers the vault. And Bruce is finally just going to set a bomb, and he Alfred shows up, and he's got like bomb-making books open. And he's got a bunch <laughs> of stuff open, and he's like, well, I was going for more of a fait accompli, and like... Alfred snaps at him and don't you use French on me, Master Bruce. Yeah. That kind of stuff, yeah, it's funny. It's devastatingly entertaining. But <laughs> but they're always like doing something that I care about. Like uncovering a vault, which by the way, show, get the fuck back to. Or in this case, uncovering another vault. What the hell is that owl? Any ideas? No, not really. Uh I'll be honest for a second, I thought you cut off in the middle of a sentence and went, Ow, like you hurt yourself. <laughs> Like, what the hell is Al? Um, Negative. Negative. Yeah, I, I would don't like know to what know about is. the statue. I, I don't know. <laughs> if that was in the comics, I don't remember it. I'm sorry, guys. I, I, I just don't. I don't know what we're going for here. It kind of, like, my first thought was it seemed a little arrowish. Like, like one of the Dark's little, um, whatever that thing was he had. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I don't know. Totem? Totem. I'll call it a totem for now. Whatever, I don't know. Oh, um, another thing, show. Please stop smashing vases on people's heads. <laughs> it's 
fun villain, isn't it? Just stop. Just stop Positively. it. Positively. It's just ridiculous. I didn't know who it was that had walked in the room. It, for a second, I forgot that like Selena's mom was supposed to show up this episode. So like, somebody shows up to help the fight, and she reaches for the vase, and I'm like, oh, cool, Ivy, with her vase-smashing power. So she showed up to help. Oh, wait, it's, it's Selena's mom. Mm-hmm. So I guess also has vase-smashing powers. I think it's just like they're... The show is like the writers. I don't know. Maybe the writers are just like, well, the women can't fight. They have to. They have to <laughs> hit grab somebody over the head with the the vase. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know. That's and if that's the way you guys feel over there, Gotham writers, shame, shame on you. I mean, God, let them fight. And all the poor flowers. The all the poor flowers. <laughs> Those flowers were already dead. Yeah. Like the line before I kill you, she has to hate you, and she will. That was good. That was. But it was, later he says, because I don't have the virus. Or do I? Yeah, that made up for it. That made up for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can I just say the highlight of the episode for me was uh, revisiting Tetch and seeing that hat? Oh, the hat was fantastic. I love that he's fashioned a hat. <laughs> fashioned a hat. That's a good way to put it. He's, yeah. Um... And I had mixed feelings about the rap battle. Like, <laughs> it was kind of funny, but it seemed really stupid. But I was kind of entertained. So I don't know. I had I just I, I went back and forth about. So I'm not sure if I'm supposed to laugh or think this is neat. I think I'm doing both. Epic rap battles of Gotham. Yeah, that was the interrogation method. No one was brave enough to use. Mm-hmm. Well, I've tried hitting him. I'm a rhyming him. Well, that unlocks Tetch's stupid brain, I guess. Right. So that Talon, man, just picking off whispers. <laughs> that was rough to watch. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I, the stabbed through the chin thing was pretty cool. That was, yeah, the, with with Alfred? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, did, he got his comeuppance. Mm-hmm. For some reason, that Talon, that actor, uh, whoever he is, uh, reminds me of Gabe from The Office. I have no idea why. I can't. I don't think I can follow uh, you down that road. And the guy that played Gabe, and he was also on The League. Yeah, you know, I recall. And I didn't. I didn't care for that guy. I mean, he was. He was a fine actor. He did a good job at making me hate him every time I've seen him. <laughs> um, it's cathartic for me watching Alfred, someone I love so much, stab him through the throat. <laughs> I did hate that character. Thank you, Alfred. Hey, by the way, that um, guy's a board member, isn't he? On The Office? No, I mean, on, on like, Wayne Enterprise's board. Is he? I could have sworn that was a guy... Uh, let me know if I'm wrong about this. But it, I could have sworn it was, like, a, that was the guy that Alfred, like, shushed at the meeting. And then it turns out later he was a talent, I thought. Oh, I didn't think so. Mm. I mean, it didn't occur to me that that was what was happening. Well, Maybe I was just I wondering just if, I, if I am right about that character. I'm wondering if, like, they're going to show up to another board meeting and like, where's this guy? Huh. I'll have to look into that. Eh. We might. We might get around it. I mean, that might be that'd be kind of fun if the guy Alfred Shushed was the guy that he stepped to the mouth and throat. That later. that's that'll 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 do it. Mm-hmm. That will do it. Shush indeed. I had two major complaints about uh Jim heading to the um the church. Um Okay. One is a good speech, but dick move. I was like happy she slapped him. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on man. You had your time. You had all the time in the world. You don't show up at somebody's wedding and, and lay that on. Mm-hmm. So I was happy to see him slapped, but when he starts fighting in the hallway, like, what was his plan? Was he gonna like storm the ceremony and give her the same speech? He had, like, he had, <laughs> he, had, he had laid down all of his cards, and she slapped yeah. him and had the mob remove him. 
Unless he thought that the mob was going to kill him. I, I just don't think so. They were just going to remove him. It, it. Yeah, I mean, I didn't have like a... I don't remember there being an implication that they were going to remove him, remove him. No, I don't remember anything like that. I, it seemed like he just had a, a you know, a freak out. Chip and, on his shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like being removed. I'm a Bowen. <laughs> um... <laughs> Alright, so, um, alright, well, I look forward to seeing, uh, all the things happen with, uh, with Ed and, and Penguin and I guess with all the characters, not really Jim because he's screwed. Yeah. And that's going to be a deep well to dig out of. Yeah. But, uh. Oh, actually, you know, who might, yeah. who might have to dig him out of it is, uh, that guy with the ring. The guy with the ring. Yeah. You mean his dad who's not dead? His <laughs> dad with the ring. They didn't, they didn't say it was his dad though, did they? They did not say it was his dad. We're just but, like I mean, ninety percent sure that it's got to be his dad. Yeah, I mean, who else? I mean, it's Gotham. Anybody? Oh, by the way, a quick, a quick laugh that I got this episode. Um, it's just it's from Victor. I don't know what it is about it, but it made me laugh. Like he's it, just like you've met Victor, and he turns around, and Victor's like, "Hi ho!" I don't know what it was about the <laughs> "hi ho," but it really cracked me up. I like that he was just sitting there looking at his watch. He's like, "Okay, now you're free to go, and you can go." <laughs> yeah i always enjoy seeing zazz mm-hmm. all right so uh i think that's all i've got on this episode this was the mid-season finale when when do we you i know you looked it up when did they say that we were coming back with gotham current information is january 16th okay that's uh january 16th yeah it's changed on me though i've looked over a few sources and even right now i can go find you about two different air dates being posted by two different sources, but okay. most of them say January 16th. All right, well, we'll uh, report when that changes. Or we'll just see you when we see you. Or if it changes. Or we'll see you when you see you. I mean, hey, you know, we can't promise anything. They don't let us. <laughs> they won't let us. Those bastards. Mm-hmm. How do you outfox a fox? You don't. You just watch it whenever they air it. Right. Well, it's like the Futurama people said that their uh, episodes didn't air. They escaped. <laughs> Alright guys, thank you so much for listening to DC On Screen. You can find every episode at DCOnScreen.com. We're proud members of the Giant Size Team Up Network, GiantSizeTeamUp.com, uh, proud members of the Batman Podcast Network. We're going to be coming right back with Lucifer210, Quid Pro Ho. <laughs> I felt stupid saying I that. I know. You made it though. Until then, until then, keep some DC on your screen. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.